Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 353 and it is Tuesday, February 6, 2024. I am your host, Victor Omoyo, and with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's happening, everybody? That's right. We are back once again. Uh, we are talking about some nerd stuff. Um, we, we've been away technically for the uh, last uh, few weeks. Um, we uh, had one week off and then we did uh, another podcast, which should be coming up in the next few weeks. Uh, big shout outs to the Reels of Justice podcast for inviting us on, on their show. Um, our episode uh, will will appear in the next few weeks, so be on the lookout for that and definitely follow their show. It's a very unique uh, film podcast. Um, yeah, so yeah, it, it was it was a good experience, and uh, we'll definitely talk more about it once the episode drops. Um, you know, as Carl is sharing the episode, uh, I just want to give a, a you know quick shout out to all of our listeners and you know viewers of the show. Uh, thank you for you know checking us out, uh, watching us uh, do our thing. Uh, you know, chop it up about nerd stuff each and every week. So, you know, thank you for your continued support. Um, you know, we we might we may even expand uh, into the uh, realm of radio. Um, you could say, you could say that you could say that perhaps Codex Prime might might join a whole fleet of radio shows. <laughs> um, Okay. Yeah, but okay. uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, we we may have we have, we may have more on that later. We'll, we'll, Carl, Carl, I'll I'll leave it to Carl to to talk more about that uh, uh, later on. But um, but yeah, uh, yeah, we're here. Uh, we're gonna be talking about our thoughts about the uh, PlayStation State of Play uh, 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 show from last week. So like this this year's slate of games coming out for the PS Five. And our thoughts on like some of the big releases, uh, what we thought about the whole um, show as a whole, and what we're looking forward to, uh, and of course we'll talk about some things that we've been watching, things we've been uh, games we've been, we've been playing, you know, stuff stuff we've been reading, things like that. You know how we do on, on our show. Um, let me queue up some of my stuff here. Okay, so uh, yeah, yeah, man. Uh, how's How's life as you're as you're sharing the episode on Facebook Live? Born in February, challenge has commenced, mm. and uh, I'm one down. I'm one game down. Okay. So uh, hold on. Let me just. I should be good for now. So for starters, I'm gonna. I just finished my brand new one on Tekken Eight. That was oh. my first game. Okay. I will uh, get my review on that. Yeah. So, right now, I'm working on. First of all, I like to take me and describe the one that make each and every uh, character's uh, individual stories. Mm-hmm. Just to give it much more of a. Alright, this was too short. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, alright, let me do more of that. So, I began to run these uh, stories, which went on still pretty fast. Mm-hmm. So, right now, I'm working on the story more. Okay. Then next up, I'll have it's only it's only recently. I only have an digital, but uh, Ninja Turtles, uh, Shredder's Revenge. Mm-hmm. And then of course, I have another reason to to play this one as well. Snub masterpiece. That I love so dearly. <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah. 
Yeah, they certainly have, man. Like with that with that huge hack and the leaks of like all their stuff coming out. Yeah, that's that that's awful. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, that that was that was too much. Like I from for my part, I haven't seen any of their of their um leaked content uh but yeah, I'll I'll I'll, I'll still wait until the official games drop or official news drops, but Shout out to you, 
to mm. the one she called me. Yeah. While they were doing the show. And I don't know if you've seen it or came across it, but Sir Wilkins from the Java Tears podcast, he was on that rumble where he got to interview a lot of wrestlers in the Kofi Kingston. Mm-hmm. He just got to, so you know, he just got, got to talk to him, you know, to talk about second. Mm-hmm. So Kofi asked him, like, yo, who's your favorite character? Because Kofi's favorite is Brian. And Wilkins goes, oh, the couple of the king. Oh, fighting words. So I always played as him. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, you know, Brian's defending Wilkins, you know, because he uses Eddie Gordo. You know, we're sitting here just talking. I'm like, I'm like, all right, all right, what's the last time you threw a punch with Eddie Gordo? <sighs> Never. <laughs> exactly. It was always X and circle. Mm-hmm. Yep. Tekken is is very intricate. It's one of the it's one of the four pillars of fighting games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Between Tekken, World Combat, Street Fighter, and Super Smash Bros. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like no. Other than those four, there's no other you know fighting games that have like such. They're, they're the most successful franchises. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, I think you're forgetting a fifth pillar, uh, Shaq Fu. Shaq. <laughs> Listen, Shaq Fu. I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, did it? Did you play it? Listen, yo, Shaq Fu was a, a fighting game revolution, and back in the '90s, yo, yeah. It was. Shaq was the worst player in the game. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? <laughs> the best player in the game was the little kid. <laughs> Yo, listen. And I rented that. I rented that for Blockbuster for my dad's money. Mm. Yeah, I bet he was disappointed. Well, I just I think that like Netherrealm should definitely resurrect the Shaq Fu franchise and give it the full the full treatment. Give it a Shaq Fu. Some, 
a Shaq Fu story mode as 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 memorable as Mortal Kombat, yo. And fully voiced, fully voiced by Shaquille O'Neal. Wait, there are three Shaq Fu games? Oh no no no! There's two. There's two. Shaq Fu was one of it was uh, the main one of his albums. Oh. <laughs> there was Shaq Fu in '94 and Shaq Fu Legend Reborn in in uh, 2018. Yeah, that is terrible. That is quite terrible. <laughs> Kind of reminds me of one of them um, flash animation art styles from back in like 2003. Yeah, yeah, that's you said it the right words, the right way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, man, that that kind of makes me think of like what 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 fighting games should get like the full reboot treatment in 2024. Like I say, Clay Fighter. Yeah. I'll be on Switch, Switch only. <laughs> but if uh, if I can reboot a fighting game, hmm. I mean, Soul Calibur still they still pretty, they still come out with you. They're just not they're not successful as the board games are. Yeah. War Gods. Remember that? <laughs> you know what? Eternal Champions. Yeah, why not? I mean... I think, yeah, but I think, I feel like Eternal Champions wasn't a bad game. Mm -hmm. But it just, I feel like it came out in my, I'm sure I think it was just came out in yeah, it was basically um, not Mortal Kombat. Exactly. Yeah. And there was a way that you can't like, do fatalities, but there was, it was like a rarity. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I'm trying to think of some other, some other fighting games. Uh, oh, jeez. Oh, oh, yeah, there was, of course, it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters. Yeah, it was it wasn't bad. Yeah, um, there's that. Uh, I know Samurai Showdown's still around, but it's pretty niche at this point. Yeah, it was, but for what it was, it was so good. It was good. Yeah. Obviously, obviously, we would want a Def Jam like re-release or re like a remake. Hmm. Yeah, but that's, that's that's almost impossible with all the music rights. Between music rights and EA wants nothing to do with the game anymore. Yeah, no, that's too bad. Yeah, thankfully, I, thankfully I have a uh, uh, copies of both Vendetta and Fight for New York. So for the yeah. PS2. You are a very much man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm I'm still waiting for. Uh, a proper uh, a proper reboot, you know, with some of the new young rappers of today. It wouldn't even work. It wouldn't even work. I think if I think if you was going to do that, you would have to 
you would need to do it from like a like not this current generation, but this what maybe the decade before. Maybe like late two thousands to early twenty tens. So, so you you would you would want to play a match with a little versus young Yi. Not you know, I won't be surprised if there is a rivalry. Yeah, and little. <laughs> I think I just named like maybe like five hundred, two two dozen SoundCloud rappers somewhere. You just freaking quoted seven songs in one word. Yo. Yo, man, where's my platinum plaque? Right? <laughs> yeah, p- put that over an Andre 3000 flute, and you, you, you're off to the races. You got a hit. Yeah. Got a hit. <laughs> oh my god, that that whole album, that Andre 3000 album. Yeah, it's it's a it's 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 a peaceful day at the spa. It really is. That's what it was. See, here's the thing. I'm not mad at it because he's doing something different he although he can still rap because he did you know he still had a he had a verse on Killer Mike's uh, last time big shout out to Killer Mike okay let me for that one <laughs> hey. but um like he, he he's like he said the mic took himself he wanted to experiment and try something else and he's playing the flute under a different name on many different brackets. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just him doing something different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I say I, I give him his props, you know. And now it's not yeah. bad. Yeah. It's really not, not bad. Not the Andre 3000 album that we all want. It's true, you know. You know, it's like, um, it's like people wanted him, it's like, you know, people wanted him to, Andre 3000 to get back into that rap main event. But instead, you know, we, we we get Dwayne, you know. But it is what it is, you know. I know you want to get into that, but you know what? I'm looking at I'm, I'm looking at that from different perspectives. Jeez. So it's like, <clears throat> like I'm trying to like I'm trying not to. I'm, I'm letting this see what I did. I see it in. Mm-hmm. I see it in one of two ways. Like one, one is where uh, WWE is. It, it's 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 like it's like a hail mary pass to get fans to to stop thinking about the whole Vince McMahon scandal, which which doesn't work because a that story is not going away, and b people can think about more than one thing at the same one thing at once. Uh, but. But looking at, but looking at the uh, uh, Cody, the Cody uh, um, gi- giving up his spot for The Rock, um, like, and I think this is a case where, if if WWE is smart, like they would they would either either give us back uh, Cody versus Roman two, or simply make it a triple threat match. I don't think the, I, I don't want to think that WWE is so tone deaf that they will pull this creative. What is a creatively unnecessary move? And really, like from you know some you know, reports I've read that apparently maybe this is part of 
part of uh, The Rock's uh, deal for, for being part of the board of directors of TKO, uh, wanting to main event a, a WrestleMania. Um, and, and I mean, well, I mean, I mean, no matter which way you slice it, I mean, nobody really looks good in that in that whole scenario. Uh, Cody like kind of looks like a geek for giving up his spot. Rock, blatant, blatant, a uh, uh, blatant example of politicking just to just to just to get a spot that he didn't earn. And for Roman Reigns, the in the promo beforehand, he straight up he straight up bury buries self Seth Rollins and the World Heavyweight Championship, calling it the loser bracket championship and all this um you know bragging about the fact that he works 10 times less but still makes 10 times more money but you know i think i think i think wwe may i think this is a case where wwe likes to not let not not do the thing that makes the most sense i mean you can just simply just have cody prepare to face Roman Reigns in part two, you don't really need The Rock for that, and 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 I'm not saying that The Rock versus Roman shouldn't ha- shouldn't happen. You can have that marquee match; it doesn't have to be for the title. It it really doesn't. And and yeah, I don't know. It, it just it, it's just WWE just like tripping over their own two feet. You know, make overcomplicating a narrative that really doesn't need any further um, complications because it's it's not like Daniel Bryan where. WWE had entirely different plans, and then the fans willed Daniel Bryan into existence at WrestleMania 30. But you know, Cody's the most over babyface in the in the in the roster on the company, and you don't really need to put more unnecessary obstacles in his path that don't really make sense from a storytelling standpoint. So that's what I'm looking at. It. It's just like this is just all so unnecessary. It just makes Cody look like a dumbass for no reason. You can't you can't make up a dumb babyface. Okay. Like, all right, at the table, 
at the press conference. We have Roman and Brian sit at the, you know, just a regular red table, table, table. Mm-hmm. Each of them sit on opposite ends, thinking that they're the head. Mm-hmm. And then Cody comes in and Priest. Hey, you still got the briefcase. So then there you go. That can switch, that can shift the world type picture into Damien and Damien and uh, Seth. Drew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It can even go with Damien and Finn. Hmm? Yeah. Finn never got his title. He never, he never had his title run. That's true. Trolls. Unbelievable. Yeah, like, so I'm like, it's just one of those things I'm like, alright. Yeah, like I said, just gonna let it play out. See how they do this. Mm. And try to figure out how to make sense with, you know, around this. Mm. 
take counsel from people that I know who are in the business and see if, you know, if I need some help trying to figure it out, what they, you know, what they think and how they can, you know, put this whole thing together because that's my counsel. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, I see what you did there. <laughs> but I can't wait to see him again. He's coming up for um, the Panthers, so I can't wait to see him again. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, shout outs to uh, Lloyd and Hawaii. It's my dog. That's my dog. Yeah. That is my dog. That's 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 I gotta give a big shout-out to my friend Lena from work, you know, from work. Mm -hmm. You know, big-time nerd herself. So, you know, we were talking about movies. Alright. And... I... We just happened to be talking about our favorite two people, please, and I did. Ah, yes. <laughs> oh, God. Mm-hmm. And it stars, it stars Rob Harvey, Leslie Knight, Keegan Michael Key, Ricky Lindell, Rob Fulman, and Crushing. So this is a movie with actual Wow, just you got some legit talent right there. It's Hmm. And, oh my god, Nick. Yeah. I put a second place to the, to the Velocity Master. Like, it's supposed to be. Yeah. But it's like, okay, I can get a, I can get some enjoyment. I got some enjoyment out of it. Hmm. But it's one of those moves that it's just supposed to be bad. Okay. I mean, it's not, yeah, it's not Velocity Master, but it's Dan Cherry, uh, Cup Hmm. So it's kind of like more of like the Sharknado. Uh, type vibe. Yeah, you can yeah. say that. So, so the movie is, what, what it's about is it's an expecting couple which is being played by uh, Rob Corddry and Leslie Bibb. Mm -hmm. uh, they move into a haunted house in the Bahamas. Yep. So, obviously, guess what the wife's name just happens to be? Katrina? Oh. <laughs> oh my god. That freaking movie. Love that neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> so she becomes possessed. Okay. By the she becomes possessed by the demons that are, you know, within the house. Hmm. And it's up to um pre uh, priest ghost hunters were played by Robert Ben Gary and Thomas Okay. Because Keegan Michael Keel, he plays a neighbor who just literally just pops up out of the 
Mm. Okay. Gentrifying. Oh yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> See if if the you know do it because they could. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Tubi's good for that. I mean, has that kind of energy for a lot of their movies. You know, you you have you got two dollars in a dream. You know, go for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. Sometimes not even two dollars. Yeah. Just an iPhone. Yep. Just an iPhone and uh just have some uh, fancy filters on it. Boom, you're off to the races. Hey, well, you actually a couple I know one of Oh, Tangerine. Yeah. Yep. Tangerine, uh directed by Sean Baker. That was really good. So, uh, on the comic tip, on Avengers Twilight, this is number one now, they just released number two uh, last week. Okay. So, it's written by Chip Zagoski and Deadpool. Yeah, first of all, this is going to hit. Hmm. At the end of last Wednesday, the guy in this book already went up to like $30. Really? No, it's at $30 right now. Hmm. Oh, okay. Was it, uh, people just grading it, or? That's raw. Hmm. Raw? Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Captain America 
is gone, but Steve Rogers is still exists. Mm. And he likes my kids, but he's a remarkable uh, senior citizen and stuff. And the kids runs a senior group club and they're trying to take uh, the uh, cup. You know, one of those like governments that just don't really have the answers out there. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So the defenders may actually be playing the super soldier serum. First, Steve takes it and he tries to take on this corrupt government. And he's actually including that is into some class issue. He tries to talk about him out of time. He's like a mother of two. She's much older. Hmm. Interesting. What? Hmm. Indeed. Enjoying this run a lot. Okay. John Lewis says I sound a little choppy. Do you? I don't know. Uh, now you sound pretty smooth on my end. Must be his uh, uh, Wi Fi or something. Possibly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it for me. Hmm. Well, I just finished uh, the Phantom Liberty expansion uh, last night. Uh, yeah, so I mean, because like to get to get to that, you have to play part of the you know main game, and it'll until the mission becomes until that whole expansion becomes available in game. And all told, all told, uh, took me because um, because I, I started like I started like a month ago, so all told, took me thirty five hours total to get to the end of the Phantom Liberty expansion. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Um, <clears throat> and much, to, much to CD Projekt Red's, uh, um, uh, previous work, you, you, you have, you have multiple endings, but they're all bittersweet in different ways. So you have to pick the, you have to pick the ending that the, the bad, the, the quote unquote bad ending that you're the most that you're that you can live with, basically, and uh, it's it's a very it's a quite an intriguing um, like uh, uh, spy thriller, kind of has like a James Bond vibe to it in some respects. Um, Idris Elba's character Solomon Reed, uh, he he was great, yeah, he he was absolutely great, and um, his character was someone who I describe as in different circumstances. He'd be a he'd be a good he'd be a good upstanding guy, but like he's an example of like someone someone who has principles, but because of like how because of like you know he's a government agent, like he ends up, you know, he ends up not doing the be- making the best decisions, you know, uh, he, and he, and he's very ethically dubious and just like very there's just a lot of moral ambiguity surrounding him. Um, the, the the story of the story of Phantom of Phantom Liberty is that um, is that this uh, it takes place in this this large uh, section of of Night City called Dogtown, 
And the person who runs Dogtown is this former government soldier named Kurt Hansen, and he shoots down uh, the the Space Force One, which which has the president on it, and you have to save the president. And that only kicks off like a whole uh, side quest where there's this um, other um, this other government agent named Songbird, who, much like the character V, who you play as, she has a she has this relic. Um, kind of embedded in her brain and she's dying from it and like she promises via cure if she helps her out but she has her own motivations and she's very manipulative in her own way so it's a lot of a lot of crisscrossing a lot of double crossing triple crossing a lot of intrigue Um, but yeah it was it was fantastic it was a fantastic expansion and yeah i was i was i was happy to 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 play it with like the new updated uh and a much smoother gameplay and perk system that CD Projekt Red included in the base game. So, yeah, Phantom, Phantom Liberty. Yeah, k- kudos, kudos to CD Projekt Red because that's a that's a great expansion uh, for the for the game. Good. So, what are your other uh, three? Uh, there was a uh, RoboCop Rogue City, uh, which um, which now has a new game plus mode. Uh, so the developers uh, Tayon finally added that. Um, Alan Wake Two. Uh, the second playthrough uh, has subtle changes uh, from the from like the from your first playthrough, so it's worth going through it one more time. And then the uh, other game, um, what was the other game? Did I say Spider Man Two? No, I didn't say Spider Man. Uh, Resident Evil. Oh, Resident Evil Four, yeah, the Resident Evil Four remake, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, if you know what you're doing, like that game, you can just you can you can play through it pretty pretty quickly. Uh, but yeah, yeah, those are the games that uh, that are on my four in February. Although I have other games that um that I'm uh, keeping an eye on because uh, I have I have a backlog of games that I'm that that I that I to <laughs> like that to focus on. Um, I I I've, I think I've I've developed a good system of of a back of my backlogs so. I think I think I'll I think I'll get through it. Um, on the, but yeah, um, as far as like other stuff uh, beyond gaming, um, I haven't 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 watched any any new movies for a while. But I've been concentrating more on TV because I wanted to you know watch 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 some more TV shows uh, this year. So I have a bunch on my backlog. No, not This Is Us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'll I'll get to it at some point, um, but uh, but yeah, I, I, I watched two shows. Uh, first of which is on HBO. Um, it's an it's a it's an animated series. I don't know if it's gonna be uh, expanded to a second season, but it's 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 a it's a pretty fantastic show. It's called Scavengers Reign, and it's on and it's on Max or HBO Max, and it's a it's a 12, 12 episode uh, animated series. And it's a sci- it's like sci-fi horror, and uh, it's it's and it's about these uh this group of survivors who crashed on this planet called Vesta, and it's this alien world that's just like filled with like extreme extremely deadly creatures and flora and fauna. Basically, like, everywhere you go, you take one wrong step, or even if you take a step, you may die. So like so like everywhere you go is deadly so like on this planet vesta you have it follows three uh, three sets of survivors so it has uh these two survivors um um let's see uh, Ur- sam and ursula who um who are crew members of this the ship called the demeter 
which uh, which which houses all of these uh, people in cryostasis, you know, so they can like you know colonize a new planet. But once they crash land, uh, Sam and Ursula, they're trying to make their way across like this this vast landscape uh, filled with deadly creatures at every turn. Um, there's a there's one other, there's two other survivors, um, Ozzy, and uh, this and her droid named Levy, and uh, and Ozzy's like this kind of like scrapper uh, scrappy um, uh, scrappy uh, uh, a uh, scavenger who tries to, who 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 who, try, who tries her best to survive on her own, and her droid her droid companion Levy, begins to gain sentience. So she so her her so this droid Levy begins to gain intelligence beyond the parameters of her original programming, and then you have this third character named Cayman, who's a who's a this this crew member on the on the ship who is this this really bitter very selfish very self-centered guy and he comes across this creature i think which is called a hollow and a hollow how would i describe it i would describe it as a as a shitty asshole salamander so this this hollow creature you know um it it, it starts small It 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 looks like a combination between like a pissed off you know teal panda bear and a sal and a salamander, and so this this creature, the hollow, is is completely op. So it 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 can, it can apparently grow in size. It has telepath. It has telekinetic power, so it can rip anything through metal, anything that's metal. Um, it can absorb your memories and kind of make you hallucinate. So this hollow finds Cayman and swallows and begins to swallow him whole, and uh, keeps him in its belly and keeps feeding him. Kind of like that, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 an asshole salamander, is what I describe it as. Yeah, exactly. So it starts off small, kind of like a kind of like a, a frog looking creature with a big head, but then as it grows, you know, and it starts absorbing more of Kamen's personality, or rather, making feeding off of his negative energy, he becomes much more of a threat. And he's always walking around beady eye like on on all this other shit. Um when you when you see when you see the hollow, like it's bad news. Like you're you're pretty much fucked. So yeah, so like so the so so the so the show Scavengers Reign follows these these different sets of characters across twelve episodes. And it's a it's a it's a hor- it's a horrifically beautiful show or a beautifully horrific show. Um, depending on your point of view, and like, it, there's a lot, there's great amounts of like alien, like unique alien creatures, and like body horror. Kind of reminds me of like uh, Mobi, the 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 old um, comic book artist uh, Mobius, uh, who did like the Inkle and uh, like the humanoids uh, uh, comics. Kind of reminds me of like kind of, of his art style, like um, like like some of the creatures you find there. Like there's this, like there's this uh, there's this one uh, creature. Or, or like these sets of creatures that kind of look like these like standing like lanterns with like little tentacles like dangling at the bottom, and what they do is like if they if the tentacles like touch you, they they absorb your DNA and they create this grotesque hamburger looking like clone of you, which they emit which they you know spurt out of their body and it comes after you, and you got to deal with that. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm googling the show now. Yeah, I think you should. Yeah. Uh, one, smallest in a, in a way reminds me of like a, 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 a,
But but yeah, I, I say like I think you should. I think you'll, you'll you might dig it. Um, it it's, it's on HBO Max. Scavengers Reign, a 12, 12 episode series. Um, they do. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, it definitely it definitely leaves breadcrumbs for a potential second season if they decide to continue the story. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's a it's a fascinating show. I really I really dug its style. It's uh, it's 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 equal parts like intriguing, disturbing, but yet beautiful all at once. And yeah, it's very unique. It, it came out last year, like around October, uh, on HBO. So definitely check it out. Scavengers Reign. How'd you find this up? How'd you find this show? Yeah, I was actually Googling, um, like, okay, like, best animated shows. Because I wanted to catch... I just want... Because, like, I was looking for different TV shows to watch to, to add to my uh, uh, TV uh, backlog. And I was I came across, like, a list of, like, animated shows that came out, like, in recent years. And uh, a couple lists mentioned Scavenger's Reign. And I was like, hmm, okay. And I looked at some uh, some screenshots. And I'm like, hmm, I'm, I'm going to check this out. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, I watched that and um, a show that I just finished right here uh, is uh, the net is a is a ten part Netflix miniseries that came out last year called Beef, and it's an A twenty four production, and it's uh, a <laughs> uh, no um uh, what's actually do remember those actually now that you mention it yeah uh you know uh what's beef beef is when your mom's ain't safe in the streets as christopher wallace once said uh but <laughs> but yes uh beef uh it's a 10 10 part series on netflix starring steven yoon and ali wong aka uh speckle and birdie from the tuka and birdie animated show but uh but yeah this this show is really this show is absolutely awesome i loved it it's a comedy drama and it's about these two these two characters uh steven Yu's character danny cho and ali wong's character amy lao who get in get involved in this road rage incident where you know steven yoon he's um you know he's coming out of this um this 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 store it's basically not home depot uh or not lowe's and as he's backing his uh, truck out, he he almost runs into Ali Wong's character, who basically flips him off. And and uh, Danny, he's at a, he has a, he's at a very low point in his life where he's just like he just he just ain't gonna take the shit. He's just like that one that it just, it just takes one thing to send you over the edge if you're if you're if you're if your mood is bad enough or low enough. So they get involved in this wicked car chase, tearing down throughout all of these all of these residential streets, and then. Um, and then uh, uh, the once once Steven Yoon uh, sees it, sees her uh, memorizes her license plate number, he starts to he starts to he starts to follow her or starts to go after her, and then the beefs and then she's then she finds out his information, and then the beef just escalates from there. But the show, but but what makes the show so brilliant is 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 that like it takes that premise and it really takes the time to explore these characters and where they are. And like the main, one of the main themes of this show is dissatisfaction because all of these characters are dissatisfied with their lives in some form or fashion. Like for example, uh, Stephen Yeun's character, Danny, he's this, um, he's this guy who's like a, who's a contractor and he's just trying to get his like little construction business off the ground. And he has a younger brother named, um, 
oh gosh, what's his name? His, a younger brother named Paul, who basically is just stunted, like in terms of like intellectual, mental growth. Like he's just stuck, like 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 he was as a teenager, and you and you understand why because you realize that Danny's a very shitty older brother, and then he there's a reason why he deliberately kept his brother like low, you know. It, it's like. You know, it, you know, it, it, it's it, it, it's it's a really shitty situation. You know, just it's just like holding somebody back. You know, um, and 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 then you have uh, Amy Lau's character, who's this uh, small business owner, and uh, she's married to this guy named George, who's like the sculptor, and uh, they have and they have a daughter together as well. They're married, and you know, she's dealing with dissatisfaction in her own job. She has her own like uh, plant store artsy plant store and she's like you know trying to trying to come up and she's like trying to deal with this uh woman named uh uh, uh jordan forster played by maria bello who uh, who has this what i describe as disaffected rich white woman energy and and you know the one the one you know the, you know the, the, the type of person is like who who talks like this and like everything is just such a joke <laughs> oh i'm i'm so above your petty concerns i'm so rich oh let me fan myself with this wad of benjamins oh uh, insufferable energy carl insufferable insufferable type of person Oh, oh, I bet. Like, yeah, just and, and Maria Bello, like, she played the hell out of her part. Like, I was because I was just like, just like, stop talking, say, say less, my blood pressure. But yeah, man, like, like this show, man, it it, it goes into like unique. The directions that that you wouldn't expect and like and, and then throughout the 10 episodes as, as you see how these how these characters uh kind of relate to each other and like how they butt heads and like how they confront their uh the messiness of their own lives it's you, you come away it's like man this is this is a really extra a uh, very well written brilliantly acted show and Man, like by the by the by the end of it, man, I was just like, yo, I was very happy to have seen to have seen all ten episodes. So, yeah, man, beef, Ali Wong, Steven Yoon, yo, take a bow, y- y'all were amazing in that show. A twenty four, yo, they're they, they don't miss, man. A twenty four, man, they, you know, they they're just they're just they're just putting up, just pumping out hits after hits after hits, you know. I mean, they're they're the studio. You know, like eight. I do want to see Civil War and Iron Claw was so good. Yeah, I, I definitely, I'm, I'll definitely check out Iron Claw um, uh, when it when it when it drops uh, uh, streaming or or if I'm able to rent it because uh, I definitely want to see that. Um, but yeah, I'm, man. I'm it, but oh yeah, I, I'm sure. But like, you know, I, I was just like, yeah, uh, yeah. I figured I figured I'd wait for it, but. Uh, but yeah, uh, beef, um, beef. Uh, you, people are asked, people, you know, like that old lady back in the eighties. She goes, "Where's the beef? The beef is right here. It's on Netflix. It's a twenty-four. It's serving, uh, serving it up well done. Get it? Yeet. 
know ye. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't get a chance to see it. Nice. Okay. Okay. Yo, Gunter, he chops those bars, yo. Yo, man. He's just dropping hammers on the mic. <laughs> Our truth, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I will say like, like, like during during when um when um you know you know who the 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 creep uh, was running things. Like, I found our truth to be super insufferable, but now I'm like, you know what? He's found his he's found his uh he's niche. he's found the sweet spot. Hey, you know, you know, Ron the Truth Killings, man. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind him putting the. Hey, you know what? Give, give, give him, give him a, give him a run up for the World Heavyweight Title just one time. Why not? <laughs> Yo, listen, hey, I will, I will say this about Jinder Mahal. Um, you know. You know, shout outs to Tony Khan for inadvertently being the best booker for Jinder Mahal this year. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean, I mean, thanks to Tony Khan, Jinder, Ma Jinder Mahal got a whole ironic world title shot out of it. Hey. <laughs> so, hey. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. Other than that, that's that was a uh, that was it on my end. So yeah, two shows I recommend: Beef and uh, Scavengers Reign, and Phantom, and of course uh, for games, Phantom Liberty if you haven't played it. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh yes. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Yeah, um, you know, to be honest, like I haven't, I haven't played uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake that came out, and you know, at this point, I'm like, you know what? If I'm being honest, I just never could, I just never got into Final Fantasy VII. Like, I res I respect its its place in history. But, but yeah, I just I, couldn't get into it. I really want to put that on, uh, and this is one conversation I, I do want to have. When there was something I'd be playing on, I had to 
the most like influential games of all time. Mm-hmm. I would definitely put that on that list. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like how it revolutionized um like RPGs in, in the States, for example. Yeah. yeah. So I actually as as I was watching it, I had a game that they Mm-hmm. Um, uh, last week's data plan. Yeah. So I can just, we just run wild the place. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Give our thoughts on each one. Okay. Yeah. So let's start off with Helldivers 2. Helldivers 2. Um. Didn't, I can't, can't say that it really uh, piqued my interest. Just looks like another. um. Are just like another um multiplayer, multiplayer type type dealy. Okay. Stellar Blade. Stellar Blade. Uh, you know, uh, sh- uh, shout outs to Aris. Uh, uh, he said that it it kind of has like uh we have near automata at home vibes. Oh, I mean, I I, I mean, t- I I do agree to a to a certain extent because it did remind me a lot of near automata automata in terms of like the style the JRP that. That you know, Japanese like sci-fi adventure uh, type type gameplay, um, you know. Um, but but I think Stellar Blade looks it looks fun. It, it looks like something that that I would play like either if it's like for sale or if it's one of the monthly PlayStation Plus games that comes out. And, and for some reason, as I was playing it, like I put no rush, but I, I was just like, you know what? I actually do see my Yeah, I mean, I mean, I could. I, Yeah, yeah, you know, like, uh, you know, because, like, you know, er, you know, if I, if, if, I, if the mood is right, you know, and and if I'm looking for that near esque experience without uh, playing replaying the Automata, then I'll, I'll definitely give it a shot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. speaking of gaming, too, and I thought about this when we were talking about it, and shout out to my man, Tom. Mm-hmm. He's the one who's in a kingdom for Wow. Uh, yeah, that's 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 like pretty much four games right there. You don't need to play anything else. <laughs> I think a lot of people, everybody who we, you know, I do want to shout them out. I know, I know, I'm just kind of all over the place, but I do want to shout them out because some of them got some pretty good selections. Patrick Hickey doing Dead Cells, uh, Castlevania, Reservoirs. Wow, some long games. <laughs> Like the Yakuza series is fun. Like I know, um, like a dragon is like a whole is the beginning of a whole new uh, character. So you don't have to go back to the original Yakuza games to play this one. Yeah, yeah, and plus it's like uh, it, it is like a turn based RPG. But but I think I think it might if you're, if it piques your interest, you should definitely check it out. Give it a shot. Okay. 
and uh, BX Crew, one of the trash boys from the rest of this trash and uh, everything podcast. He's been on the show before. Uh, he picked Immortals of Anthem, Warhammer 40k Bullgun, Ninja Gaiden Sigma, and Prince of Persia The Lost Crown. Heard a lot of great things about Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. He's gotten some great reviews. Oh, and of course, the boy had Mortal Kombat Shadow Moves. Yep. Sonic Adventure 2, because you know, it was a sign. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm a normal fantasy referee series. Mm. I think he's going to come on to. Mm. And he's going to come on to. Wow. Okay. Yeah, one one very long game in Forbidden West. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, yeah. But speaking of Sonic, Sonic Shadow Generations. Um, that, you know, that was the only trailer that, trailer that I, I didn't, I really didn't sit down and watch. Go. I mean, because, like, Sonic doesn't really, doesn't really grab my goat. Yeah, you know, so, yeah, you know, yeah, you know what Sonic is. Yeah, to me, I just kind of look at it as, like, it's generation Sonic Hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's the best way to describe it. Okay, this one, Zenless Zero Zero. Zenless Zero Zero? I just looked at it up and I'm like, you know what? I need to wait for more. Hmm. I need to see more of that game to actually find me like this side if I if I wouldn't want to play it or Mm. Yeah, it kind of looks like um, like I, I do I do appreciate like the, the the animation style, um, kind of looks like it kind of has like a kind of like a three D anime uh uh, uh style to it, kind of um, like I I don't know like it uh, like I'm I'm just looking at like looking at the trailer that's unfolding. It kind of gives me like a vibe of like um combination of like oh gosh what's that what's that kind of like um the art style of like a like a jet set radio mixed with like gundam i suppose so yeah. like that mech that mech action from what i've seen but uh but yeah um like i said like you i was like you know it's a wait and see i want to see more <laughs> you know, it was funny. Like before the pod, before we started the podcast, uh, uh, I actually started downloading Foam Stars. <laughs> yeah, because I figured, because like it's one, of, it's one of the uh, free games uh, that's only available for this month. So I figure, you know, I'd rather just download it, and then if I if I ever decide if I'm ever curious enough to like to try it out, um, I can. Uh, you know, like Foam Stars, I, I, like it kind of has like basically like a uh, Sony's version of Splatoon. So basically, uh, in order to avoid copyright infringement, it's like, hey, we use foam, not paint or slime. Relax. <laughs> uh, it could be could be fun. Could be could be a could be a, a fun time for all. Like if if you for Sony players who want that Splatoon experience and don't have a Switch, um, <clears throat> I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a whirl. But I'll probably be like, huh, okay. And then just never play it again. Okay. <clears throat> now, how about Rising? I don't have anything hmm. written for that. Rising. Uh, is, oh, you mean V Rising? 
Is, is it? Uh, Feet Rising. That's kind of like the the uh, vampire game, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I get like a, I get like Diablo vibes from it. Like Diablo Four vibes with that isometric, uh, a top-down perspective. Um, <clears throat> um, looks like looks like I could scratch that itch if I if I'm looking for that you know kind of like that that arcade twitchy style of gameplay with like some late RPG elements uh, without without having to replay Diablo. Um, also, kind of reminds me of Hades, Hate as well. Uh, only 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 V Rising's more th- is three D instead of just like a top down two D art style. So no, it's one of those games where it's like, all right, I got some time. I want to play something in this blockbuster game. Because I'm not the same playing for like At the moment, it it it, it seems so because like twenty twenty three spoiled us rotten. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, like I that's another game I just downloaded. I haven't played it yet, but uh just looking at the um just looking at the the brief trailer, um I, I do I do do like the vibes kinda of like a more modernized Silent Hill, like you got the smartphone and it's kinda of like a like kinda of like a, a story between um I guess two friends. So it kinda of reminds me a bit of like uh Silent Hill meets Life is Strange, I suppose. Um, I, I I'll definitely uh I'll play play the the game soon. It kind of it kind of gives me that vibe of um the canceled Silent Hill PT from a few years ago, which oh, I, uh, the, uh, Reed was supposed to be in, and then they ended up doing um, Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it kind of reminds me kind of reminds me of that. So I'll I'll definitely give it a shot. Um. It's like, from what I hear, it's only like a couple hours, so it's, it'll probably be brief. Yeah. Yeah. That I am very intrigued by, because um, I. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, um, I mean, like, if if I mean, Capcom, like, they're they've been they've been pretty pretty consistent with all their um, remakes of like. Of the Resident Evil series, um, except I didn't, I, I, I didn't like Part Three, but but um, but the Silent Hill Two remake, um, I'm I'm very much looking forward to that because I loved the original uh, Silent Hill Two on the PlayStation Two. Uh, had to me, it has like the it's it's the best Silent Hill game for me. It has the best story, uh, best characters, like the themes really work, uh, um, with with the uh, with the vibe and the style of the gameplay, um. I'm very intrigued to see how Silent Hill Two will will unfold once it drops this year. Because I'll, I'll, I, I have it on my radar. Because I would love to revisit that game again in a new in a new form. Um, Judas. Ooh, Judas. The. What have I betrayed? Everyone I've ever loved has signed an NDA. Oh, anyway. <laughs> Um, that's why Jericho gets booed in, uh, every week. But anyway, uh, Judas, <laughs> uh, Judas, the game, um, it definitely has like a, it's definitely, um, a spiritual successor to Bioshock and, 
and it has, and it's from the same uh, same creator, Ken Levine. Um, so I'm like, I'm taking a wait and see approach because it's like, okay, I'm getting like the same, like a spiritual successor to Bioshock, where you know you can you have you have plasmid powers, you can like shoot shoot powers out of your left hand and shoot people with your right hand, and like all these like weird uh, weird creatures. Um, I'm sure there's like a bunch of like audio logs in the game too, much like the Bioshock series. Um, yeah, um, um, I want I want to see what what Ken Levine's cooking up here uh, as far as I need to see more. Yeah, yeah, me too. But like from from what I see, I'm like, you know what, you know, what? even though even though it's um kind of kind of giving us that, that Bioshock experience that maybe that we haven't gotten since Infinite, like twelve, no, yeah, eleven years ago at this point, yeah. Yeah. It's possible it has potential to be a sleeper. That's Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, Metro Awakening VR. Yeah, uh, that, rem- that reminds me of. I, I, I really did enjoy the first two Metro games, uh, 2033 and Last Light. Um, I played a little bit of Exodus. I actually do want to get back on that game. Um, yeah, um, I've always been a fan of the Metro series. Um, this Metro Awakening, I know even though it was, even though it was VR, like I was like, hey, you know what? If I if I ever had a v, if I if I was if I had the interest to, to get into VR, that would be one of the first games I I, I check out. Because um, oh yeah, because <laughs> like in terms of like the atmosphere for Metro, it's definitely well suited for for virtual reality. That's if I ever get VR, just give me just nothing around. I'm not walking into shit. Yeah, that's yeah, it's it's, it's quite quite intense. Like I, I think VR is like best suited for like horror first person experiences. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's the next one? Legendary Tales. I don't really have a comment for that one. Yeah, I think it's like another VR title. Um, yeah, I wasn't. It kind of, it kind of, kind of gives me like a we have Skyrim at home vibes, <laughs> or you know, like like Great Value Elder Scrolls. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I, I could, I could be wrong. Like the game could, could just be like. Could razzle dazzle people like when it drops, but from what I saw, I'm like, eh, I've seen better. Okay, I put the Dark Zelda for this next title, Dragon's Dogma Two. Ooh, you know I am actually looking forward to Dra- Dragon's Dogma Two, um, because I, I heard that like the first game, Dragon's Dogma, was actually a sleeper hit from Capcom, and this one, like. Like it's it looks like a really solid action RPG. It kind of looks like it's something like uh, for the fans. Kind of reminds me of like a, a Remnant Two, which was like, was like a, which was a sequel to like a sleeper sleeper hit, which was like for for the hardcore fans who got it on the ground floor, but also introducing it to new fans to, to for for new curious players. Um, I really like. I, I, I'm really intrigued by this uh, action RPG. Um, kind of kind of kind of gives me like some vibes like a combination of like Zelda and like Horizon and Monster Hunter World all at once. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's a game I'll definitely check out. Um 
I was kind of curious about like downloading the first Dragon's Dogma, Dogma, which is one of the free games on PlayStation Plus, but I'll, 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 I'll check out part two. And this one, I'm definitely getting. Rise of the Ronin. You know what? <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to scratch that, uh, that, uh, Ghost of Tsushima itch. I was going to say, it's the next, it's the, it's the closest thing to a Ghost of Tsushima part two I have played that game. I played Ghost of Tsushima. How many times? Four, five, six. Oh yeah, you kind of froze there for a second. <laughs> Oh, um, it says my internet connection is unstable. Damn it. Well, uh, yeah, like, like I said, like, um, in, in case, in case nobody caught that, like I said, Rise of the Ronin gives me very strong Japanese Assassin's Creed vibes. Um, you can climb up, climb up, climb up buildings, jump off roofs, glide in the air. Yeah. And it, it kind of reminds me of a little bit of Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's kind of yeah. I think they're they're close to get all the material, all of that. So mm. I got some games that I want to trade in and just let's just see where this goes because I'm very, very, very interested in this as well. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, yeah. We'll we'll see. We'll see how it goes. It it could be one of those uh, sleeper hits for this year. You know. That's what I mean. That's why. Until dawn. Until dawn, um, I, I've played. I've played the played it on the PS4, which which I still have. Um, solid, solid horror game. Um, I didn't look finished, and then I think I have that, that was the one that just said, right? The second I wrote it, hmm. it just said, like, 2025. I'm like, oh, no wonder. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I think, I think it's just, like, a, is it a remake of, of the, of the original? But, but yeah, I've I've I really did enjoy the year the original um, when it came out ten years ago. Yeah. I'm about to tweet Capcom and be like, all right, you're doing all these remakes, remakes, and I just want an Yeah, I'd love to see an Onimusha remake. Uh, I think I think we deserve it. We do. Yeah. We do. And last but not least, let's talk about Was that? Yo, clearly the best, uh, best of the of the of the trailers and the and announcements for State of Play. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed uh, Death Stranding a lot, and I, and I do want to uh, replay it through the director's cut um, on the PS Five. Uh, this game just looks absolutely gorgeous, man. Yeah, and and I like the fact that it has a uh, George Miller in it, the director of Mad Max Fury Road, as one of the uh, characters. Yeah. And wait, I think I'm gonna. I gotta see if Troy Baker has actually done some stuff other than Yeah, it looks like Troy Baker's playing like I believe the the main villain or antagonist in the game in that game. But but yeah, man, um but yeah, like I, I, I really 
I very much enjoyed the world of Death Stranding and how just unique and idiosyncratic that game is. It's definitely not a game for everybody, for sure. Yeah. Was he? I never saw. Yeah, I never saw Real Steel. I know Hugh Jackman was in that one, the Rock'em yes. Sock'em Robots movie, basically. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically what that is. <laughs> um. Let's see. Oh, I really do like the art style of of uh, Death Stranding, especially like that with Leia Seydoux's character. Like she has the mask with it was just like two gloved hands. Yeah, and it just like it's just like moves and configures around her head and her face. I thought that was really cool. I was like, yes. I'm like right, you know what? And this is how to look at it is. If Xbox is going to get into the game that he's making, that he's working on with Jordan Peele, <sighs> yeah. he better get my son. Yeah, man. Oh, God. I mean, I would love to see a, a, a Jordan Peele video game, like, with, with Hideo Kojima. Yo. Dang, you know what? You know what? You know what that reminds me. You know what? We should get. I think video games are ready for an Ari Aster, Hideo Kojima collaboration. Because mind you, like, if you go on Hideo Kojima's Instagram, they've actually taken pictures together. And you know what? I mean, I think I think we need to see a game where Hideo Kojima can give us a monster the likes of which we have seen in Bo's Afraid in video in video game form. Imagine, if you will, Bo is afraid the VR experience. <laughs> With Mariah Carey playing in the background. Listen. Here's the thing, that's not even the worst part of the movie. Like, you had that one part of I mean, she died, like, she, she was frozen stiff. Think about it. You know, because he was so backed up for like 35, 45 years. And so, you know, it's, it's kind of like, you know, when you, when you fill a, a crack with a concrete or something, you know, that's how it was. But anyway, um, yeah, Death Stranding 2, it looks phenomenal. It looks like a true work of art, much like the first game from 2019. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, um, if you can get, if you can play the, the PS5 version of the, the direct, the, director's cut i know they've included like some subtle new uh additions and features um i think so i, I don't i don't know i think if it's still if, if it is it's probably like ten dollars um yeah. but if, it, it could be a free ps5 upgrade um you just have to like insert the ps4 disc in your PS5. But yeah, man. Um, Death Stranding 2. Uh... Yeah, it's like 10 bucks. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's that's nothing. But yeah, man. Um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this game. Uh, I, I want to see how it expands on, on the unique concepts of the original, like the whole strand system. Tri here's the thing, too, buddy. I remember when I was playing the first one, I played you know, the first Death Stranding. Yeah. And we, I remember, like, I was playing with my nephew. It's like, and he says, so yeah, basically, it was like the 
Yeah, a lot of people had the had the same uh, had the same joke, and it's like you know Amazon delivery for the post apocalypse. So, or, or wasn't that wasn't that kind of like the concept for that Kevin Costner movie, The Postman? Remember that? Which I've never seen it either, but like I, I heard it, I heard it wasn't reviews were reviews aren't too kind to it. But I actually want to see that now. Now that I think about it. I wonder. I wonder if the postman was one of Kojima's inspirations for Death Stranding because it would make a lot of sense if it was. Um, just, just, just from what I know of that movie. Um, oh, and I gotta say, like, I, th- I think this Troy Baker's character in Death Stranding too, with the uh, electric guitar gun. That was cool. That was. Mm-hmm. Just yeah and to think about like that that could be like a whole movie right there in that in that same exact graphical style actually i'm I'm looking at death stranding's wikipedia Mm -hmm. on december 15 2022 a film adaptation of death stranding was announced in productions part of where alex levavici and it's Hammerstone Studio and his company Hammerstone Studios to produce the film alongside Alan Number as a second producer. On December 14, 2023, a listing for an A24 Industrial T-shirt was posted on the A24 merchandise website. In his description, revealed that A24 was going to produce the film. It was later than that. It was official. Okay. Hey. Well, hey, there you go. I, <laughs> well, I know that um, A24, they're they're looking to uh, get to do like more mainstream projects. So, I mean, Death Stranding, even though it's even though it's very, you know, very singular and unique, but hey, hey, I'm 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 down, man. A24. Death Stranding and Kojima, yo, that that's like creative Nirvana right there, man. Oh yeah, man, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like, like we're talking about like you know creators and, and, and filmmakers with vision. You know, we're we're not talking about you know gun for hire movie filmmakers hired by like a big studio to create all of these movies, which have to which have which which. You know, which have the same boring ass visual style with the same dull lighting, workman, dull cinematography, forgettable music, uh, and just you know, movies that are two hour advertisements for for a fifteen second uh, post credit stingers, which in themselves. You know, you know, we're not talking about like you know, dull, you know, you know, we're talking about real visionaries, not not just gun for hire creators creating you know, dull ass you know, cinema movies with dull cinematography, forgettable scores, movie movies that are movies that are just like two hour advertisements for fifteen second post credit stingers, which in and in and of themselves are just fifteen second advertisements for two hour movies, which are two hour advertisements for another post credit stinger, and so on and so forth. So you watch like thirty movies. Which led to what? Nothing. Just said all 
Nothing. We're talking vision. We're talking originality. We're not talking about, you know, we're not talking about like, you know, red brand stuff. No, this is cinema. Bam. You know, you are such a snob, I swear. <laughs> 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 Why is it not a picture? Yo, you really should. I should have thought of doing it. Doing it. Doing it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is the front of the word. Yeah. I'll send you that picture. <laughs> yeah, you know, but 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 I but I digress. You know, I'm I'm not talking about any movies in particular. You know, you know. Yeah, but anyway, um, <laughs> no, nah, but I but this game is just like I don't think it's gonna be a long one too, but just like yeah, I think the horizon long, but it's too high. Oh yeah, yeah. I think so too. Like this. Yeah, I'm just saying, like the direction. Like even though I didn't finish, where Norman Reedus' character, like where does he go? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but that just made that made me just say, you know what? I need to play this game. I'll actually play it, beat it. Yep. Then shortly before the game, the new game comes out, I'll play it again. Just so the story will be fresh in my head. Yeah. And then I'll just tell my daughter, I miss that it's going to be in a post-apocalyptic world. <laughs> oh, wow. Now. Yep. Camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you got to deliver some packages. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, you know, <laughs> it it is what it is. You know, some, you know, uh, and and you never know what what people order. You know, I mean, I mean, I'd be heated if somebody, you know, if I had to trek across a post apocalypse and fight all these monsters and just to deliver some package that's you know some, you know, somebody ordered you know off Amazon like, oh, let me order this. Uh, let me order some toilet paper. Ooh, let me go to this Dallas Cowboys jersey. You know, I mean, would I would I have to travel across the the world, you know, just to deliver some Dallas Cowboys themed toilet paper, aka a Dallas Cowboys jersey? I mean, come on now. Or a couple of more, you know, a couple of coasters, you know, that just have this weird like seam on the corner of them. Mm-hmm. You know, that just looks like a big bagel. Yo, Criterion Gang. <laughs> you, know, just, you know that just that just basically you know child porn. What? Huh? Big, uh, sweet bats, big, sweet something. Oh, oh, sweet sweetbacks, bad, bad fucking movie. Fuck that movie. God damn. Yo, I don't. I still don't understand how Miller, Melvin Van Peebles avoided jail time by making that piece of shit. I'm sorry, but anyway, I I ranted about that movie before, and you know what? I, I will say I will say this. Um, one of, one of the one of the film podcasts that I listen to, uh, Michelle Mission, um, and I, I I'd love to have them on our show, by the way. Um, to uh, Michelle Mission, uh, named after the uh, legendary black filmmaker Oscar Michaud. It's M I C H 
E-A-U-X. Michelle Mission. They have one of their one of their episodes, they actually reviewed Sweet Sweetback's Badass Song. That's the movie. And uh, one of the one of the uh, co- one of the hosts uh, teared into it, said how disgusting it was and how much of a piece of shit it was. And I'm like, yes, yes, it is. It was cathartic listening to that review. Yeah. Yep. Len Webb and Vincent Williams. I think those are the, their names. Yep, and, okay. yep, and they're basically two two old black nerds. Okay. Yeah. So. Basically, Yeah, that'll that'll probably be us in like 10, 15 years from now. Shit. Oh, they're that much older. <laughs> well, you know, hey, hey, you know, let's 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 hey, but they but they but they're they're a they're a fantastic podcast though. Um, I, I I do recommend them. Uh, they like they're. Um. Vincent Williams, if I got it right, yeah. Um, so like the so basically like they they review like their their whole uh mission the whole mission of their pockets is like they're trying they're on a quest to review every black film ever made, and like they're over like I think they're like over three hundred episodes I think at this point, but but yeah they're they're really good and um, every and and. For a while, I for a while on occasion, I listened to their Sweet Sweet Backs review, which was which gave me quite a good amount of joy because fuck that movie. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> would, you rather, would you rather watch that again or Please? I'll pretend you. I'd rather watch Please. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what Please is. You know what? You know what I'd rather do? I'd rather read that stupid ass book, uh, Super Bad J- James Dynamite again, <laughs> which you should have gotten about like a month ago, but because of t- different delays, it's like the universe is telling you not to read that book, Carl. Oh yeah. Oh nice. So in a fair, so for a fair exchange, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, and speaking of, speaking of that book, uh, yo, shout outs to a uh, uh, pop stew. I don't know if they're still in the chat, but the fact that y'all y'all decided to set five dollars on fire by purchasing your own copies. I wasn't selling it. I gave I gave it a bad review, and they and they were like, oh. The, the, This, this 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 book sounds fun. I'm I'm, I'm gonna buy it with my hard-earned money. I mean, they could have. I mean, listen, Popsu, they could have they could have spent that five dollars on some scratch tickets, and that would have been a more productive use of that money. Dude, I mean. I mean, I mean, come on, come here, Mar- Marlon Wayne. Listen, listen, Marlon Wayne's like I. I'm a fan of Living Color, the Wayne's Brothers. But come on, do. On TV. Um, I can't really think of any. No, I think 
couldn't see. Yeah. And there was a lot of bats. Jim Brown and Jim Brown and Pam Graham, they played divorce. Mm-hmm. Paris and Ryan J and Brandon Gannon from South Park. Oh yeah. Yep. And they like talked on the phone and just gave them all. Nice. Right. You know, so that's what adults do. I mean, I mean, I mean, I will say like, you know, reasonable adults will do that. You know, reasonable adults wouldn't make a movie like A Haunted House or uh, White Chicks or uh, Fifty Shades of Black. You know, disgrace to the race, man. I'll definitely put that on my radar. Yeah. So yeah, I'll yeah, we'll see that. Death Stranding two, of course, top of my list. I will definitely replay uh, the first game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, man. Man, it's it's uh, some some good games on the horizon, man. And like I said, I got a whole backlog of games that I'm that I'm ch- gonna chip away at. I still don't I still don't finish my Oh yeah, oh yeah, the the God of War Ragnarok uh, DLC. Yeah, I still yeah I still haven't finished it. Hmm. Yeah, I, I haven't played it yet, but I I downloaded it like uh when it was announced. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but. But yeah, man, a lot, a lot of good games on the horizon. Uh, let us know uh, in the comments or on uh, or email codexbrandpodcast at gmail.com what you're looking forward to. Um, yeah, man. Uh, besides that, like anything uh, anything else uh, you got for us? Uh, well, this weekend, I did check. Big shout out to Chris Okay, okay. So songs from the game, songs featuring, uh, featuring, uh, rappers from work in the game as well. Yeah, not music in there, but yeah. I'm gonna have fun with that. Nice. I got, uh, various uh, radio stations that I'm on. So. Right on, right on. And, uh, yeah, that's for me. Um, yeah, you can catch uh, my new podcast, uh, "Do the Film Thing," uh, episode five. It's uh, it's uh, it's it's a uh, it's on the air. It's available on Podbeans, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Um, this week's up uh, last week's episode rather uh, covers Eve's Bayou, uh, one of my all time favorite films. So check that out. Um, episode six coming up this Sunday. It's going to be one of one of your favorite films, Carl. 
Uh, I'm sure you'll appreciate it. <laughs> uh, not quite, but it's a movie. It's a movie that broke you, probably. But uh, you know, but uh, but yeah, we'll uh, but yeah, we'll 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 we'll, we'll, we'll leave that little sprinkle uh, uh, in the meantime. Yeah. And I've been meaning to tell you this, and I keep forgetting. Yeah. Um, one, so there was a showcase that we missed out because that I did. Featuring mm. like DJ Finesse and Batman and Friendly Show Batman and Basket Ace. Yeah. Was here, Providence. And. Oh my god, I gotta the poet of Love Jones was here. Oh, really? No. I'm trying to get his name. Yeah. Yeah, Love Jones, it's a great movie. Yeah. Yeah, I wish, I wish Theodore Witcher would make more movies, though. That's for sure. Has he made one since? No. No. Love Jones was his only one. Yep, his only one. Yeah, it's sad too, but you know he's still he's he's still around. Still, um, hey, he's the, I mean the the time is right. I mean with uh, media climate being what it is, he could he could drop something like on a streaming platform, get some buzz. Hey, sky's the limit. <clears throat> but uh, but yeah, while you're looking for that, um, I will say you can find uh, Codex Prime Podcast, our show everywhere. SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio. Uh, basically, just Google Codex Prime Podcast, you'll find us. Uh, we're also on Facebook Live every Tuesday around 8 p.m.-ish Eastern. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to email the show at CodexPrimePodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at Codex Prime Podcast. Reggie Gibson. Reggie Gibson. Okay. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. He was here. So. Oh, right up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that uh, yeah, that's pr- pretty much it for for this week. Um, tune in next week. We'll have more, uh, more nerd goodness and magic. Um, yeah, man, we're we're, uh, we're we're you know we got some irons in the in, in the fire as as it were. Um, you never know. You never know where you'll see Codex Prime. Uh, never know, and maybe some live study yeah. Hey, yeah yep yep yeah live live and whatnot yeah so you know we be go we gonna be gonna be gonna do it up big you know you know so uh so yeah so yeah just be on the lookout for all of that and uh you know uh and and, and unlike unlike uh unlike uh buffalo or dallas we will never let you down on the codex Prime podcast so as a, so with that said we will catch you on the flip thank you so much for watching peace out nerds yeah. <laughs>